Hello and welcome to day eight and episode eight of Dry Jan Like a Sober Rebel with me, Louisa Evans, guiding you by the hand through this dry January period, helping you to challenge all of those cognitions and beliefs you hold about drinking. So even if this is just a 30-day stint for you and a break, you're going at it with the right mindset and you're going to get the most benefit out of it. The topic today is anxiety and I want to share with you some practical tools and tips to deal with it because it's something that most of us will have experienced at some point in our lives. And as a therapist, I specialise with helping people with anxiety and panic attacks or fears and phobias that can build off the back of that overthinking and anxious way of living. To give you some background, in my 20s, I was your classic overthinker. And over the years, I've had to learn different tools and techniques to cope with it. That overthinking, that worrying, that needing to plan and to second guess. At times in my past, I had a tendency to catastrophize or to use black and white thinking or all or nothing thinking. And all of these tools that I've learned over the years have helped me to understand how to gain control of my mind. And that's one of the biggest things understanding that thoughts aren't facts and that you're more in control of your mind than you think you are. You don't have to take for granted every thought that enters your head or worry about everything that your brain is telling you it thinks you should worry about. So in my clinic, I specialise, as I say, in helping with these things. I use CBT and hypnosis to do this because we need to look at it from a cognitive perspective so what you're thinking and telling yourself, but also from a behavioural perspective. Because at the root of anxiety is this belief that something bad is going to happen, and then that overriding feeling that you won't be able to cope. So what we do in therapy is raise your confidence in yourself, otherwise known as your self-efficacy, so that you know you can cope in that situation, whilst looking at the reality, the truth, Reduce the likelihood in your mind that that thing is going to happen by using logic and facts. One of the things in a nutshell to understand is that alcohol will have been exacerbating your anxiety and not solving it. But even knowing that, I'd underestimated myself how much it was pouring fuel on the fire of my anxiety. So even when I was working with people in clinic and helping them calm using natural methods, I was still on the back foot because I was still then using alcohol to self-soothe. Now I'm completely sober, I can hand on heart say I don't suffer with anxiety. It's not the same for everybody, but a lot of my overthinking and worrying and then my anxious responses in my body were being exacerbated by alcohol. So it's to bear in mind you've got two elements. If you remove the alcohol and then also educate yourself as to what's really going on in your system when you're feeling anxious, you're coming at it from both angles and from a position of knowledge. And knowledge is power. You're looking to build that self-confidence. So power is something you want to be feeling and you want to be understanding what's going on. One of the things that's overstimulated in anxiety is something called our autonomic nervous system. 
Now, you may have heard of this system or you may not, but it is actually one of the first things I take people through in the first session with me. Because it's in understanding how this system works, you can pull the power back in your hands. Because when you're feeling anxious, you can feel quite scared and quite powerless. And I'm saying this now as somebody who herself had panic attacks. It's because I experienced anxiety and those panic attacks when I was younger. And I realised how debilitating they are and how real and scary they are that I then trained and did this for a living. So let's go back to the autonomic nervous system. It's the part of the nervous system that controls the automatic functions, as the name suggests. So it's basically doing all of the things in our body that we don't concentrate on. It's controlling how our food is digested or what hormones are released. It stimulates bile release in the liver. It's controlling your intestines and how they're moving food and waste through your body. This system even controls how much saliva you're producing, how fast your heart is beating. And all of those things are going on in your body, but you just don't have to think about them or concentrate on them. So this system is split into two sides, the parasympathetic and the sympathetic nervous system. The parasympathetic side is more commonly referred to as rest and digest. And you may or may not have heard of that, but I'll put money on the fact you'll have heard of the sympathetic side, which is also known or nicknamed fight or flight. And that's the side we go into when we're feeling scared or anxious, when our brains or our bodies have determined there's a threat, whether that's real or imaginary. And it sends us into this fight, flight, fawn or freeze state. And in that state, our body goes into high alert. It thinks we need to run or fight something. So our eyes, our pupils dilate to see more clearly. Also, our digestive system stops working because that's using unnecessary energy. And so we'll stop producing saliva, as the body knows we're not going to eat food. So that's why a lot of people in an anxious state will say they have a dry mouth. And that's because the body is preparing to run or fight. So it shuts down any part of that system that isn't required to be working in that moment. It then makes the heart beat faster to take blood to your arms and legs so that you can run or fight. Your breathing becomes more thoracic up in your chest. It's purely focused on keeping you safe. Now what happens is we can be living in this fight or flight state without even realising it. And we're living in a heightened state of anxiety. Now, as we've already discussed, alcohol will be creating an anxiousness or an anxiety the next morning as it's leaving the system. The chemicals and the hormones are becoming imbalanced and your body is trying to get back into balance. So if you're drinking, you're going to be feeling a level of anxiety, even if it's subliminal anyway. One of the reasons I explain this autonomic nervous system and how it works is because of those two sides, being in fight or flight is like revving the engine of your car continuously. And obviously the body is then in stress. It's not going to be digesting food properly. You may end up having IBS or other issues. So anxiety, even if you aren't drinking, can have a detrimental effect on your health. 
So what we need to be doing is engaging the opposite side because you can't be in both sides at once. It's like a seesaw. You can't be both stressed and relaxed at the same time. So this is where hypnosis or deep relaxation or even certain breathing techniques can get you into that rest and digest state from fight or flight. And that's why meditation is so important because you're giving your body that rest. You're taking your foot off the accelerator. And I was told for years, oh, you've got to meditate. You must meditate. And I think to myself, why? I don't understand why. But I'm somebody that likes to know how and why things work before putting time into it. So if you're anything like me, knowing the reason why should give you enough motivation to take the time to do intentional relaxation or breathing techniques. Any sort of relaxation or hypnotherapy or meditation is working to help that system. I often liken this to muscle memory. If your body is really used to being in an anxious state, intentionally and regularly taking it into a more relaxed state teaches it what you want it to do in the moment. And even in the moment, there are particular breaths that will still this system so that you can go into that rest and digest where your food's digesting properly, your heart rate is slowed, even your salivary glands are stimulated and your lungs are filling with air, your system's having a well-deserved break. Now, the more times you can practice that, then in the moment, if you feel agitated or stressed and you feel you've gone into fight or flight, your body will remember more clearly then how to relax. It can return to that muscle memory. So you could take a deep intentional breath and your system will go, oh, I know, I know what I need to do. So this autonomic nervous system is so powerful and you are actually in control. So although a lot of it is automatic, you can override parts of it with your breath because that's the one thing in that long list of all the things it controls you can override you can slow your breath so if you've ever seen somebody having a panic attack and one of the first things people will say is take deep breaths what you actually need to do is take deep intentional breaths and there are specific breathing techniques that will get you out of fight or flight and into rest and digest and these are breaths more specifically where the in-breath through the nose is shorter. You hold the breath and then the out-breath through the mouth is longer. A good one to always rely on is something called the three, six, nine breath because it's really good at signaling to the body to relax. So I thought it might be a really good idea to take you through a three, six, nine breath now. I should just say before we start this exercise, if you are driving, probably best to pull over. It's not dangerous, but just so that you're focused on the road and not on the breathing, it would be better not to be doing it whilst driving. So if you're able to, just follow along with me. And what I want you to do is breathe in through your nose for the count of three. Hold your breath for the count of six and then release the breath out of your mouth in a particular way. So you're not forcing that breath out your mouth. You're going to try and release it as slowly and gently as possible. 
like you're letting the air out of a tyre because your lungs will naturally want to release the air. You don't need to force it. So go along with me now or at your own pace. Breathing in through the nose for three. Hold the breath for the count of six. One, two, three, four, five, six. And then release the breath gently out of your mouth for the count of nine, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine. And just allow your breathing to return to normal. Hopefully you'll have noticed from doing that first three, six, nine breath that you feel calmer and more relaxed. And you can use this breath throughout the day. You can use it in moments of stress. You can use it when you feel triggered or any anxiety rising or when you feel nervous. You can use it just for the hell of it. Whenever you feel drawn to use it, do it three times with your breathing returning to normal in between. And it would be really great to hear any feedback from anybody as to how they're enjoying that and how they're using it. Notice and feel that parasympathetic nervous system kicking in. And then when you're doing your relaxation or maybe you're trying meditation or relaxation or hypnosis for the first time, you'll understand what's actually going on in your body and why it makes you feel so good. Because it is a delicious feeling when you engage that rest and digest. It's like taking your foot off the accelerator of your body's engine and just relaxing for a moment. And isn't that what we're all crying out for? Isn't that usually why we reached for a drink? I know it certainly was for me. So learning this technique is a really good thing. And I want to talk a little bit more about some of the other tools and techniques to get into that rest and digest side of the autonomic nervous system tomorrow. So I hope you have a really good evening and I hope you've enjoyed this episode and that you're learning something useful in all these episodes. I hope they're helping you in some way. And just to remind you, if you are alcohol dependent, please do seek medical advice and support. This series is designed for grey area drinkers and those wishing to have a break from alcohol or to start their sobriety in the right way and the right mindset. So I hope you have a really good day and I'll catch you tomorrow. If you'd like to find out more about my story, then you can head to my website, louisaevans.com, where you'll find lots of useful links, including a link to my audiobook on Audible. And you'll also find a range of hypnosis and relaxation downloads that you can try at home on there. Use code SOBERREBEL, all one word, to buy one, get one free. You may like to follow me on Instagram at Stepping Into Sobriety. All of the links are in the show notes. Thank you for listening and I'll catch you tomorrow.